0: All right, now for those of you that don't know, years ago, me and my friend Brewer lived in what we thought was a haunted house. Or I'm sorry, not a haunted house, a haunted duplex. It was a haunted half of a house, if you will. And a while back, I did a whole sub-series on all the paranormal experiences that we encounter. But with that being said, I didn't mention everything that happened to us because, well, the series was already three episodes long. What is this, the Lord of the Rings? How many episodes can I make about a spooky duplex, for Christ's sake? But since it's been a while, and you know, Halloween is in pissing distance once again, I'd like to talk about some of the untold stories of the haunted duplex Ah. Now of course, all this haunted happy horse shit started when me and my friends decided to fuck around with a Ouija board which may or may not have invited a demon ghost into our household. And ever since then, bizarre shit just started happening to us left and right. And one of the first things that started to happen, one of these untold stories, if you will, was what I like to call The Disappearing Goose Figurines. Ha! Now first, it's important to note that my parents used to live in this duplex before Brewer and I did. And when they moved out and we moved in, my mom left a bunch of her shit behind. And a lot of this shit just so happened to be goose-themed, for whatever reason. I don't know what her fucking fascination is with geese. But we had, like, goose tapestries up on the wall, fucking goose pictures hanging up in the kitchen. But it was these goddamn goose figurines in the living room that were the most peculiar. Because every so often, I'd come home from work, and one of them would be missing from the shelf. Now, where the hell would these little goose figurines go? Well, I'd find them in random-ass places all throughout the house. I'd find them sitting on the kitchen counter. I'd find them underneath the couch. Hell, sometimes I'd find them in the fucking bathroom of all places. Now, at first, I thought it was just Brewer screwing with me. You know, trying to make me question my sanity and shit. You know how roommates do. That is until we both came home from Wendy's one day, and all the goddamn geese figurines are spread out on the floor all willy-nilly. Now, to me personally, there was only two possible explanations for this. Either A, it's the demon ghost from the Ouija board, and it has an even weirder obsession with geese than my mom does, or B, there's some fucking Toy Story shit going on here, and the geese are alive. And to be honest, I don't know which one of those scenarios is worse. But I can tell you for the next few days, before I left for work, I'd try to catch those geese in the act. I'd be standing in the doorway like, Alright, I'm leaving the premises! If, uh, any sentient goose figurines want to come to life and do Toy Story shit, now's the time to do it! <laughs> Aha, gotcha! God damn it, I'm on to you, geese. You hear me? I'm on to you and your goddamn Toy Story bullshit. Yeah, needless to say, we never figured out exactly what was going on. But disappearing goose figurines was the least of our problems compared to the second untold story. And this one's called Mysterious Noises from the bottom part of the duplex. Ah! Alright, so this little occurrence happened just when things started to really hit the fucking fan. It was sometime between me seeing a shadow ghost fly across my ceiling, and Brewer's ass trying to fistfight that fucking ghost when it was behind our Christmas tree. Somewhere on that timeline. And of course, it's in the middle of the night, I'm laying in bed trying to sleep, trying not to think about how fucking haunted her house is, and right when I'm about to fall asleep, I hear a noise coming from the downstairs apartment that sounds like somebody clapping their hands. Now normally this wouldn't have been a problem. I mean, it's part of living in a duplex after all. You're gonna hear your downstairs neighbor from time to time, and if his ass wanted to give a round of applause at 2 o'clock in the morning for some arbitrary reason, well, it wasn't gonna be a big deal. But what was a big deal, was that his ass had moved out of the duplex months ago. So if nobody's living in the downstairs apartment, who the hell is playing patty cake down there? So I crawl down on my hands and knees to the vent that's in my room to get a closer look, or listen, I suppose, and sure as shit, I can hear somebody clapping down there, like they're at a fucking high school pep rally. Let's go! Now what the hell is a girl supposed to do in this situation? Well, I'll tell you what I did. I decided to try to speak to whatever was down there. Hello? HELLO! Now, in retrospect, this was stupid as hell. I mean, let's be honest, it's probably the fucking demon ghost down there. What could possibly be the best case scenario? It just waltzes over to the fucking vent and is like, Oh, hi, it's me, the demon ghost! What, are we talking through the vents? You wanna fucking tie a string to some aluminum cans and play telephone? Yeah, I don't know what the hell I was thinking, alright, but what I do know is that whatever was down there decided to reply to my ass. And the sound that I heard next is a little difficult to describe, but it kind of sounded like a fucking dog yawning. That's the closest thing that I could think of. It was like... No, that's not fucking right. That's not even close. Oh, oh, fucking forget it. God damn it. It was a very uninviting, very unfriendly sound, all right? And after hearing that shit at two o'clock in the morning, you wanna take a guess on what I did next? Well, if you guessed turned on all the lights in my room and hid underneath the covers like a little baby back bitch, you guessed correctly. Look, I don't care who you are. When you hear some shit like that in the middle of the night, you figure out your place in the world pretty damn quick. And if some demon ghosts wanna play patty cake downstairs, well, my ass sure as hell ain't gonna get involved. As long as I'm upstairs and they stay downstairs, I'm totally fine with it. Well, of course, all of that would change with the untold story number three, and we'll call this one, The Great Demon Standoff. Blah. All right, so this story starts out with Brewer deciding that he's going to get Del Taco one night. Now, I, of course, did not go with Brewer to Del Taco because, well, Del Taco sucks ass. It's like the fucking Kmart version of Taco Bell, all right? And if Taco Bell already rips my asshole apart bad enough, imagine the damage a fucking generic version can do. No, thank you. So Brewer heads out to Del Taco, and I'm in my room watching TV. I got the whole house to myself. I'm having a good time. I'm watching fucking Three's Company on Nick at Night. It's a pretty good episode. That's it, John Ritter. I've had enough I'm raising your rent well mr. Roper if you raise my rent I'm gonna have to raise my foot up your ass (laughs) yeah you tell his ass John Ritter to hell with that mr. Roper well imagine my surprise when like five minutes after Brewer leaves I hear the living room door open and shut and at first I didn't think anything of it I thought maybe Brewer just changed his mind and he said to hell with Del Taco so I yell out from my bedroom something like oh hey what happened you didn't feel like shitting yourself silly tonight God, Brewer And after I said that, well, wouldn't you know, my phone starts ringing. And yep, you guessed it, it's Brewer's ass calling me. Hey, the line at Del Taco is long as hell. I'm going to go to Wendy's instead. Do you want anything? Uh, You're not in the house right now? No, dude, I just said I'm going to Wendy's. Now, do you want a Junior Bacon Cheeseburger or what? Uh, I'm going to have to call you back. I think there's a murderer in the house. So after hanging up the phone, my first instinct is to hit the mute button on my TV. I'll beat your ass silly, Mr. Roper! I'm not afraid to go to jail! And as soon as I do that, I hear footsteps walking down the hallway that stop right outside of my bedroom door. Now I know some of you are sitting there watching this skeptical as fuck, and look, I get it. I don't care if you believe in Ouija boards, or demon ghosts, or fucking Patrick Swayze. All I'm saying is that I heard these goddamn footsteps, alright? I'm not bullshitting ya. I was a Cub Scout as a kid for Christ's sake. I took an oath of no bullshitting. It's the Scout motto. Now, most people have a fight-or-flight reaction when they're faced with a high-stress situation. Well, not my ass, because I sat there frozen as fuck for like 14 minutes straight. I don't know what the hell's on the other side of that door. Is it a demon ghost? Is it an axe murderer? Is it a fucking crackhead with a sickle? I don't know what the hell it is. Well, eventually my brain kicks in and is like, Hey, you stupid idiot! You gotta do something! You are missing the ending of Three's Company for Christ's sake! Get a hold of yourself! So I approach my bedroom door, armed with nothing but my Magnavox TV remote. I'm trying to make my peace with God, my heart's beating fast as hell. Somewhere, Brewer's in a fucking Wendy's drive-thru, not giving a shit about anything. I rip open the door, and to my surprise, there's a fucking goose figurine in the hallway. What the? Ah, it's just a goddamn Toy Story goose? And you might be sitting there watching this like, Come on, a fucking goose? How anticlimactic! Well, listen here, you piece of shit, it was still freaky as hell. After hearing those footsteps, I wouldn't have been surprised if that goose figurine came to life and was like, I am the devil. Prepare to die. Ah! So, with all that being said, those are my untold stories of the haunted duplex. And if there's any lesson to be learned here, well, I think it should be, don't tempt the devil with a fucking board game. (laughs) Thanks for watching, everybody. Have a good fucking Halloween. The end. BruceDude.com com.